everybody to this week's episode of the Heineman Brothers Hockey Show. Uh, we're a week into the season now. We're a week into the podcast coming back. We've, uh, you know, got some early storylines. Some uh, are, are we panicking after two games? No. Are we uh, are we thrilled about Buffalo after two games? We brought pops on to find out. So uh, let's let's go around the go around the room. What's up, boys? Uh, Lou, how's it going in good old uh, Ohio? Now that it's no more Dayton. Good, good. I uh, can't complain too much. Haven't been able to watch too much hockey, but I've gotten to watch my pens play, so I can toot that horn a little bit. Um, uh, just excited hockey's back, boys. Ty, what's up? What's going on, guys? How are you? Um, still down here, down here on the island, uh, in the bakery one last time, probably. Headed off the island tomorrow. Um, got a uh, our buddy Shieldsy. He's been on the pod. Fellow brother Shieldsy's getting married this weekend up in Kennebunkport, Maine, so uh, the Rams, a lot of Rams up there celebrating. So uh, looking forward to that. But uh, also been been able to watch a, a bunch of hockey, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, I love the physical play, and uh, it's good to see. Good to see, pops. How are we doing? Welcome, welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks, boys. Uh, always good to be here. Um, the Sabers. Um, yeah, I'm as shocked as everybody else is. So, uh, but I'm not going to the bank on it. So. Uh, you know, they haven't really played anybody yet, but you don't really know who anybody is yet. Um, they're starting at home, so that helps. But but there's nobody in the rinks. I've, I've looked at, you know, a couple of games that have online, like Montreal's playing to an empty rink. So is Buffalo. Um, I don't even think the Caps uh, played uh, to a full rink at home so far. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, I've only seen a, a couple really full buildings Uh Chicago's home opener last night was full until about midway through the third when my aisles were kicking the shit out of them. But uh. Uh, Philly was rocking when they're up five nothing, and Nate Thompson beat the shit out of that dude. Oh yes, uh, Bastion. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Pittsburgh's been pretty full too. Um, had two two pretty uh, meaningful. Flurry coming home for the home opener, and then. Uh, uh, last night was uh, honoring Mike Lang, the like 40, 46 years radio guy. No, I remember listening to him living in Pittsburgh. He was definitely uh, just like Doc Emmerich and uh, uh, Joe Micheletti and some of the other ones. I can't remember the Rangers guy that's uh, been around forever, too. But same thing. Troutwig. Yeah, Troutwig. And then there's a the guy up in Boston that's been there forever, too. So uh, and even uh, the guy in Buffalo, Rick Jennerette, uh-huh. he's reti- he's retiring this year, too. Oh, wow. Go. But the la 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 Fontaine. Yeah. Yeah. It's overtime. Yeah, that guy's great. Yeah. And, you know, we've gotten we've gotten a little taste of ESPN and TNT here. So. I thought it's I thought it's been really good overall. I if I have to pick one, I think the TNT crew is uh, a little bit more fun, and I actually I like their broadcasters a little better. I don't love the combo of uh, is it something McDonough with Ray Ferraro? Yeah, they were bad. This Sean McDonough has been around in the broadcasting area for a while. I don't know if he's a hockey guy or whatnot or Sunday um, Night Football. He was he was off. He didn't really he, he he said a lot of wrong things last night. Wrong players. He didn't yeah. finish sentences. He was he was poor. <laughs> he called it the ball. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't enjoy him that much. I agree. You need a 
a well, it, it's tough in hockey, the play-by-play, because, you know, you want to do other sports. But um, I, I agree, Steve, the TNT. I mean, how can you beat that with Biz and Gretzky chirping each other? Um, it's just hilarious. And then talk, it's good. I, I like Liam McHugh. Not everyone loves him, but I think he does a, a good job to let those guys. I hope they bring Charles Barkley back, too. He was hilarious. Yeah, having having him in combination with Shaq at TNT is always uh, – that's been praised by basketball fans. So I guess see the shootout with him and Gretzky. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was kind of watching it with uh on the phone with Pops and we were we were kind of cracking up together, but uh I think I think me and him are agreeing that yeah, Liam is not our favorite, but um but it's a pretty good panel. Yeah, and the SBN, I mean, I love Butcher Grass and I, you should you have it his interview on Chicklets was great. Um I'm glad he got that opportunity. So I like Ferraro and I like uh, Emily Copeland's not bad. She's uh, getting the opportunity to be in between the in between the glass. So see how she does with that. And uh, TNT, uh, they got a panger with uh, the Islanders play by play guy. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. Who's doing that? And he's awesome. But I think they still need to find a little chemistry. I think a lot of it was going on between panger and the guy between the glass. Um, so he, they'll all get their chemistries together. And uh, I mean, I, it's great for hockey to have it back oh, yeah. on ESPN alone. And then the quality of the TNT broadcast, I think, is going to get really good. So, all righty. Well, shall we get into it? Do you guys want a little bit of news? Uh, yeah, I guess. Ty, are you, uh, you going to be making it down to Jersey at all while your uh, schedule's lightened up? Uh, I mean, I'll definitely be down for Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. Maybe. What's going on? Anything good? No, no. Just, uh, uh, you know, always nice to have the peeps in Jersey. That's uh, I, 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 definitely, uh, uh, I definitely won't be back just for the holidays. So I'm not sure when I need to, you know, find a spot in Boston and have my friend look at one tomorrow morning. Hopefully I think it's should be good. I think all the uh, boxes are checked. I just want to make sure the living room is like big enough for the couch that I bought for my last apartment. So, uh, oh, where at? Where at? It's uh, it's in Fenway, pretty much, um, kind of nice. south end Fenway area. So it's like it's on the fifth floor. <laughs> the north end. Uh, yeah, Fox, good. Well, can we help you? Can one. we help you carry stuff upstairs? You know, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to call Uncle Bill and uh, <laughs> see if <Yep>. he's around. <laughs> he still talks about my freshman year, but uh, that was the eighth. Uh, but okay. it's a sick kind of corner apartment. It's got a good roof. Hopefully that goes through, but is I that, shouldn't, talk about, is that, shouldn't talk about it too much. I jinx it. Is it still considered back the Back Bay area, or is it closer to Fenway? No, it's considered Fenway, yeah. Okay. I had, there are another couple spots. You know, there's kind of limited options right now. Um, most places go in September 1, lease dates. But, um, yeah, the Back Bay, their spots were they're, they're gorgeous, but they're a little just a little too much. I feel like I'm paying too much with this one, but back ways even more. So anyway, fine. I'll do that for, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I got, I got a buddy I work with, uh, lives in Braintree and he said, uh, finding a place was kind of a nightmare, but, uh, yeah, at least, at least you got some, some prospects there, but, uh, uh, go, go ahead, Lou. Let's, uh, go through what news you got. All right. Uh, quick little injury update. We got, uh, Nikita Kucherov is, uh, back on the long-term IR. Um, uh, Coach Cooper uh, quoted saying, not a day-to-day thing. Um, not expected to miss the whole season. Expect to be back, but uh, 
classic NHL labeled lower body injury there. So he will definitely be missed in that battle of Florida, uh, which we'll get to. I think CG got to go to uh, that game, right? No, I was I was planning on it. I, I did. Ah. Uh, Islanders were uh, yeah, for the Chicago home opener, so I uh, I grabbed a six pack in the uh, <laughs> hotel room. So, um, all right. Uh, next up, uh, uh, amongst all of the Evander Kane nonsense that was going on this uh, this off season, uh, he was suspended twenty one games for violating NHL COVID nineteen protocols. Um, so. He, he he faked that he got the vaccine. Oh yeah, God. not yeah. Apparently, he faked a vaccine card. Um, not a good look. And you can play in the league without getting vaccinated. So I don't really get it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. He's You're he's in some ways when you do that. So uh, yeah, that guy is uh, kind of squandering away a whole bunch of talent. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll we'll see if if they even. Uh, want him back at the end of the suspension if they just buy him out because I don't know who's going to take on a contract of that size for for what he's uh, what the risk is with him. But um, he was a safer, right? Yeah, yeah, just like everybody else. Everybody had some potential talent that went to Buffalo because they were going to get a lot of playing time and they should really in you know be a, a face there. But with no systems and no coaches and no, none of them, none of them worked. I mean, even Skinner and Oposo, you know, they're kind of just, they're the only, that's the only place they'll play, you know, so. Yeah, it's a shame. I liked watching Kane play for the most part. He wasn't effective everywhere, but he had his, he had his streaks where I think he has, you know, 70, 75 points, maybe a couple seasons, so. And he, you know, I love a guy who can do that and still fight as well. So, need Kane back in the game with his head back in the game. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Pavel Bushnevich got two games for headbutting. I don't know if you guys caught that. Um, him and yeah. uh, Coyotes player got got together after the play, and Bushnevich decided to headbutt him a little bit. Yeah, right. that's right. Uh, that was really kind of cool. From what I saw, it's like it, he had about him a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it, he, he could have like put his glove into his chin, but he decided to put his helmet there. It wasn't very hard. I would agree with you. It wasn't. It was not a Zenadine Zidane headbutt, but uh, <laughs> weren't his weren't his like hands kind of tied up though? Like with yeah, but he's still like he's still like there was impact. I would say. Yeah, I mean, you can't headbutt people, yeah. but as far as headbutts go, you're right. It, it, if if uh, if Zenadine Zidane is 10, I give that like a four. Well, don't you have to hit somebody in the forehead for it to be head butting? Like the head, not the chin butting. No, well, I think it's he's he's, he's butting with his own head. Oh, it was a butt head. Yeah. Did go. he get him in the helmet <laughs> or the face? Like Dad, chin. Dad's thinking of a butt head. That's that's when you, you hit someone in the head. Yeah, well, yeah, your headbutt is, you know, I don't know. Anyway. Hitting someone with your head. Um, all right. Uh, we'll get out of the suspension nonsense. We've got a couple of signings to, to talk about. Um, Brady Kachuk got paid big. He signed his deal. I guess uh, uh, holding out has certainly worked for the Kachuks. He signed a seven-year, five or $57.5 million contract that'll have an AAV of $8.2 million. How come when you headbutt someone, it's a headbutt, but when you butt in someone, it's not a end butt? 
couldn't tell you. Why do you drive on a parkway and park in a driveway? Exactly. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so Ottawa locks up their uh, their young guy kind of core piece for the next seven years. Um, that'll be definitely towards the end of that contract is really when all this young talent should be starting to uh, to really show up for them. So uh, we shall see in the next couple of years here with them. And say, hopefully it's not by the end of the contract. Yeah, I was uh, say, that's seven years a long. Although Buffalo's on that seven-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Charlie McAvoy signed a big deal. Uh, eight years, $76 million. It's an AAV of 9.5. Seems to be the going rate for your um, your young number one defenseman. Or maybe not number one, but uh, certainly your, your big young offensive defenseman. Is that, that's, yeah. more than, that's more than pasta, isn't it? Is, that the, is he the highest yeah. paid Bruin? I think so. Yeah, it's, it's right. It's a, it's a big deal in Boston that they paid him that much. I mean, they usually don't play, pay market value for players, but uh, he's definitely their number one. Um, he's he's pretty good. So, you know, they got him for a while. Um, they're building around him. So, damn it. I'm him going tonight against the Flyers. It's my, uh, my lone fantasy player of the night. Um, next up, uh, okay. uh, defenseman on... Uh, Islanders defenseman uh, Pul- um, Pulak uh, is reportedly getting an eight-year deal. Uh, he would have been an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. No uh, no financial terms yet, but uh, locking up uh, one of their top pair there for the for this foreseeable future. Got yeah, to feel good about sure, that. I'm sure your terms came out on that because they were, they were talking about it last night during the broadcast. Okay, I don't, yeah, I don't Pulak me, and Pulak. They both, yep. you know, both last names got big money, so, you know. Yeah, I mean that's that's going to be our number one, number two uh, for the next eight years, and yep. uh, you can't really ask for a better number one pair defensively. They've uh, uh, overall the Islanders kind of struggled defensively in the first couple games. They looked more themselves last night, but uh, yeah, I'll take Pelican Pullock over at least on the defensive side of the puck over almost any pairing in the league. Wow, that's a that's a big statement. Yeah. Um... Uh, next up, uh, Matthias Ekholm, uh, four years, $25 million uh, contract extension with the Nashville Predators. Uh, so that'll take him, it'll be 6.25 uh, beginning next season. Uh, and that'll take him to uh, 35 years old with uh, the Nashville Predators. I don't I don't love that one. I mean, he's kind of their guy behind Yossi, but I'm kind of waiting for Nashville to realize, like, uh, it might be time to tear it down. Yeah, I thought it was interesting they didn't get rid of him last year when he had so much value at the trade deadline because he had another year in his contract. Where, and they had a chance maybe to get him back after that if they really, really wanted him. But, yeah, I don't think they're making the right moves right now to, to put themselves in better place. Um, Alrighty, uh, last two pieces. Uh, Ovi certainly did not um, – uh, didn't plan on uh, – a slow start. Uh, I think two in the opener that got him into fifth place overall, uh, passing uh, Marcel Dion. Uh, and then I think he's got another one since then as well. So I think he's at 7.33. Yeah, empty netter last night. I'll see. Oh, there you go. There's another one. I think that's four on the season already. Yeah, he scored in every game and two in the first game. So he's on pace for, you know, 83 goals or whatever. <laughs> I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to get your guy everyone's guess on how many goals you think Ovi ends up with this year or or total no, in his career. What's, well, what's, right now? what's Gretzky's Gretz- number? Eight ninety four. Uh, Eight ninety four. Yeah, that sounds right. 
It's 7.33, so after the first game with two goals, he was on pace to basically catch Gretzky. Um, <laughs> I think he slowed down since then. but um, And he's 37? 36, 37, yeah, I believe so. I thought he was older than that. No. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would have said 36. Because um, he's only, a, yeah, he's 36 years old. Okay. He's yeah, only eight I, years older than Sid. I, he could play I, for four more years. He's not going to slow down right. for a little bit. All right, Lou, how many goals is Ovi going to end his career? Oh, with? it's 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 hard to say whether or not he's going to he's going to do what he said when asked the question because I think he got asked I think either a couple of years ago I think it was before COVID and he said I'm just going to retire as soon as he passes it. Um, no, I'm going to go nine eighteen. Sense um, a new. Yeah, I mean that would definitely do it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. Eight fifty six. Oof, doesn't get it. Uh, that's sad. Wait, what's what's Gretzky's? Eight ninety four. Oh, I thought it was eight. Or I thought it was much lower than that. That <laughs> makes that makes my O to Lewis's guess way off. What he's at seven thirty three now. <laughs> mm, okay, no, I'll guess. I'll guess nine nine fifty six. Oof, much more appropriate. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he plays for. Four more years, doesn't get hurt, um, and and averages forty five goals a year. That's another hundred and eighty goals on the seven thirty three. So he's there. So I mean, he's he's obviously he's got the shot to do it. I, it's all going to be health. Um, he has the capacity to do it. It's just it'll be just interesting because Gretzky. How old was he when he hit eight ninety four? He was a young, I mean, he scored so many goals when he was young. I think he did this, you know, when he was 34, 33. Well, I mean, he scored, I think, nine goals in his last season. I think that came up on their uh, panel. So, I mean, I don't know when he broke whoever was before him. Uh, I'm just curious when he, you know, what age he was, because if he was only, you know, 33 or 34, um, you know, he just, I think he scored a lot more goals earlier in the career than Ovechkin just been steady, but, um, uh, yeah, so he scored, I, I, Gretzky scored his last goal in March of 99. Well, yeah, that was his last season, but I think dad's talking about when, like he broke the record. Well, I mean, the, the record to break is his right now. So I'll go with the, the 894, um, in 99. So when was he born, Lou? Uh, Gretzky was born yeah, in 61. So year like after the year. First season, like the first season, he didn't score 40 goals maybe or something like that. So he was, like, so, so he was 38. Okay. When he scored so his last goal. A 38 year old scoring that many goals. That means Gretzky, or uh, Gretzky, uh, Ovechkin's got two more years to kind of match age wise. So maybe, maybe that's, uh, going to be more difficult for him, even if he does play for four years, because let's so face it. He's got to have somebody feeding him that puck on that power play. And when's that, you know, you know, coming right off the top of the umbrella with the one timer, you know, how long will that last? Yeah. Did you see that Backstrom's on his insurance policy? (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I I have seen that. Uh, Got to like ESPN recruiting these uh, players to promote the game. 
I like to look at it more of a guy that he's also chasing, Yarmir Yager, who played till he was fucking 80 years old. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure he's still think, playing in Czech Republic. I think Ovi is going to hit 1,000 goals. Wow, that's a lot. I mean, I so... Think gonna, I think he's going to play for another six, seven years, and he's going to be like Tom Brady chasing it down, and then he, he's just going to chase it down and be like, well, fuck it, I'm still playing. Like, um, So... I uh, I love that guy. I hope he plays forever. No, he's yeah. a lot. Of, he's a lot of fun. A lot of excitement. And uh, Dad, give me a number. Okay. If so if, we'll... if Dad's uh, one eighty left uh, from here, it gets you like nine thirteen, Ty. If you want a number. Well, that'll oh. be nine fifty three, actually. I think. What? Can you just give me one, pops? Can you just make a guess? All right. Yeah. I'll, uh, he's at what? What? What's he at once again? Sorry. Seven thirty four. I think. Okay, uh, my math's bad. <laughs> Seven thirty-four plus one eighty is nine fourteen. I I'm willing to bet any amount of money that he not only breaks the record, he's in the nine hundreds. Oh, that's going out in the limb. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> considering oh, you cut oh, all oh, your oh, <laughs> considering you cut all your trees down, CJ, there's no limb to go out on. Well, I mean, I'm considering people don't. Th- there's some people that don't think Barry Melrose being one that don't think he's going to break the record. Um, well, if, if this guy, you know, gets in a, a uh, you know, uh, tears his knee up or breaks a leg at this point in time, the rehab alone could take two years. And by then, if, if you aren't keeping that old body in playing shape every day of the year, it's going to be so hard to come back. And where will that energy be? He's had a successful career. His kids are young. Um, why would you try and, I mean, look at Henrik, Henrik Lundqvist. You know, he, he, he played forever. He loved the game. He, you know, he was given a shot. And what, what did it take? You know, open heart surgery. You know, you can't come back from everything. So um, I, I just, I, you know, I hope he, he continues to play, but he's got to stay healthy. Um, I agree. Like, he's, he's stayed pretty healthy, knock on wood, like throughout his career. You know, he's played more games than Sid, you know, they're like similar in points because Sid has more points per game probably, but yeah. um, they're I, pretty think, cool. I think he puts himself in a, in a place. It's it, That's also a cool storyline that they're like super close in points right now. So who's going to finish with more? Well, let's face it. They've got great teams, you know, those, those GMs and those coaches, they've always been good. They, they put good players around them. They, they have a system that they play in. Um, and both have been blessed to have great line mates, and they're not selfish at all by moving the puck around. So he's getting, they're get both getting points, you know, both ways. But, you know, those guys would not be doing as well as they are on the sub 500 teams. But that's just one person. Yeah, opinion. well, I mean, I, I would argue that they, they created those teams, though. I mean, they, they were on subpar teams when they were drafted. That's why they were drafted number one. No, uh, I, I, I agree. But overall, you know, just like when you guys did your playoff picks that last episode, you know, it's hard not to pick Boston, Pittsburgh and Washington in playoffs over the last 10 or 15 years because they're good. <laughs> yeah, good teams. Yeah, good teams. I mean, you're right. Uh, they, they might, you know, the Crosby's and the Vetchkins are superstars, but uh, they definitely had good personnel put around them. Yeah. And I feel sorry for those teams that got to replace those guys because you got to start planning now. And I don't think they are. I mean, they are, but 
Yeah, we had a good conversation about that last week, um, or at least for the pang- from my perspective as uh, with the Penguins. Um, uh, last piece uh, before we get into maybe looking at some uh, some games we want to watch this week. Uh, Mike Sullivan um, is now the winningest coach in Pittsburgh Penguins history. Uh, so shout out to him for getting uh, two fifty three against Flurry and the uh, Blackhawks. Um, who is number two? Heck- who is number two? Scotty Dan- Bowman? No, Dan Bosma. Oh, Bosma, right, 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 right. Well, that's in Pittsburgh history. Bowman's got the. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yes, no, yes, this, I'm, this is team history. I forgot about Bosma. Yeah, silly me. Um, so he's a uh, pretty good, pretty good stretch. Mike Sullivan's had, and he's he's certainly got uh, this ragtag group playing how they need to play. Uh, haven't dropped points yet, and stole three from Florida. So I could not be happier with that. Stole three in Florida. Yeah, we had already did our Florida red trip, so, so we beat uh, beat Tampa and then uh, lost in overtime to uh, Florida. I'm just saying, when you say stole from Florida, it sounds like they stole all those points from the Panthers. But if you uh, stole- state of Florida, I suppose is what I should have said. Uh, what are you getting like loyal to now that you're in Tampa, hanging out? Or um, North Dakota. So I, I mean, do we remember the last two years? Uh, <laughs> I hate the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, that's all I got for news. Uh, you guys want to talk games you're yeah. looking forward to this coming week? Yeah. So we're going to, like I, like we said last week, we're not going to pick every game. And uh, so we're going we're gonna to each pick a few games and um, we'll see what we think about them. Uh, you got one in mind, Lou? Uh, yeah, two, two, I was looking at, uh, this, I think they're both on the 23rd. Um, so I think that is that Sunday, Saturday yeah. or Sunday, Saturday, yeah. Yeah. uh, we got Seattle Kraken home opener against the Vancouver Canucks. Um, that's, that's just going to be a cool to see how their arena does their shows. Um, two teams that haven't had the start they wanted. Um, not that we've been expecting too much from Seattle, but they have, been uh, beaten soundly a few times so uh uh that one and then we've got uh colorado and tampa uh down down in tampa so uh that should be a good that's a you know a possible cup preview you see did you see what vegas is pregame uh first night of the year oh with the kraken yeah that was sick i don't think seattle's beating that but uh <laughs> but yeah no, that's that's definitely a cool uh you always love the the first home opener or the you know they've They've gotten their first goal and their first win, and now they need their first home game. Uh, we'll see uh, if Seattle's going to be one of those. I'm pretty sure it'll be packed. Um, but like Dad said, not everyone in the league has been able to pack stadiums. So uh, hopefully the Seattle crowd can maybe give them a little boost here early because, yeah, they, they haven't looked too great. Not that we had high expectations. But um, I'm looking at a game tomorrow, um, and that's – the avalanche at Florida. I mean, especially after what Florida did to Tampa Bay last night, which I thought they dominated most of the game. Um, and I think, I think Florida's kind of, Florida might be one of the best teams in the East, if not the best team in the East right now uh, from first look. And so seeing them play the ads, uh, now that McKinnon's back in the lineup, uh, that's, that's kind of my game is uh, tomorrow avalanche at Florida. I was look. I was looking at Friday night. I don't know if this game will be on, but Edmonton's at uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, so, Western Conference battle there. Those those are two some great players on those teams, and Edmonton starting out well. And of course, you know, 
I think this is going to be the years of the haves and the have-nots. Very few mediocre teams. You're either going to be really good and fighting for every point, or you're the team that's giving everybody all the points because you suck. Um, so these that that game looks like looks to be interesting. Is Edmonton for real um, or not? So nice. All right, Ty, what you're looking forward to? I mean, it's hard to look past the two games tonight on TNT. Obviously, my Flyers are hosting Boston. That's a huge game. Um, Boston's always that good measuring stick game. And then um, Vegas hosts St. Louis, who St. Louis I did not pick. But uh, they look good to start. You know, Bennington looks strong, and Perron is is sniping. So I like those two games. Um, You guys all picked good ones. Um, Yeah, I think uh, that's that's what I'm most looking forward to. I I like the Battle of Florida going on and everything – Everything happening. Uh, yeah, Jordan Cairo. I mean, uh, that guy is flying here early in the season um, for the Blues. All right. Uh, do we want to do... Uh, Aren't we supposed to pick those games? Isn't that what we were... I guess we don't have to pick them. Flyers are going to win tonight. All right. Ty's got the Flyers. Um, I say Boston beats them. Martin Jones for a start. Oh, Boston. That's a Boston. <laughs> Since, uh, you know, we like to go out on limbs via CJ's uh, landscaping projects, I'll say Edmonton goes into to Vegas and sneaks away with at least a point. Yeah, I'll uh, concur I like that. it. I like Edmonton in Vegas. Uh, I think I think I'm with Lou. Uh, Vegas might sneak out of there with a point, but uh, having uh, McDavid, Drysdale, and uh, Puyarvi. Uh, I don't know. Pool, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think those guys are. I don't think they're big partiers. So I'll take Edmonton. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and then uh, for Lou's game, uh, he picked two. He, what? Tampa, uh, Colorado. Tampa hosting yeah. Colorado. I think. I think. I think Colorado. Uh, I don't. Tampa's got to get over this Kucherov injury. Um, they're still kind of melding. Uh, McKinnon's just getting going too. They got that that hangover big time. You know, win two Stanley Cups, come back out, we're the team to beat. Got 82 games. I don't think their head's in the game yet. They haven't looked that good. No, they haven't. Did you guys see uh, Detroit's rookie, Moritz Sider, kind of take the puck away from Hedman after the whistle? No. No. Is that a a passing the torch uh, uh, thing going on? No, it was like a a rookie, like. You know, I loved it. So basically, it was after the play, and Hedman was going to like just grab the puck, probably. And Cider kind of like stick lifted him and took the puck. And obviously, Hedman took offense to it. And uh, <laughs> a scrum came out of it. And but he's he's been playing really well, that kid Cider. I think he was like, you know, the fourth or sixth pick or something like that. So uh, I love seeing that. Fuck you, rookie. <laughs> well, why did why did he want the puck? I don't I, I missed something. It's just like a subtle, like, fuck you, you know, like not playing tummy sticks. You know, you're not going to just give the puck to the other guy, even though the whistle was blown. Like, it's my puck. Okay. I, 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 like, I like it. Yeah. You, you get it, though? Like, it's just like, you know, not, not giving an inch, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, was the play over? Was the play going on? Was it a face-off? I don't get the setting. Yeah, the play was over. 
and uh, they were probably both going to the bench, and the puck was in the blue line, and Hedman was reaching, clearly reaching for it to probably <laughs> collect it or something, and the, he just, you know, oh, took okay. it. Okay, all right. <laughs> Yeah, a little lack of respect for the best yeah. defenseman. You got, you got a lot of from <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we did we didn't do it last week, but um, pops is here. So, or actually, Siege, did we talk about your game? Sorry. Um, yeah, we usually do pop stars at the end. So let's uh, hold our horses there. Uh, what do you guys think tomorrow? Uh, Avs at the Panthers. I like. Oh, Florida looks good. Uh, Colorado just got beat though. Who's been uh, playing in goal in Florida? Well, uh, Bob the first two nights, um, and Spencer Knight uh, had a real big game last night. Uh, gave up one goal uh, against Tampa Bay. Nice. So most likely, most uh, yeah, likely, I'll take, I'll take Florida. Likely. I'm gonna take Florida too. And Colorado will break through at that at, in in Tampa. Uh, all right. Uh, I believe Tyler has brought. Uh, some entertainment. Uh, you got segments? Yeah, I got something going on. Uh, so I, I wanted to get everyone's uh, OV picks, so I did. But uh, I've been loving the uh, the physicalness. Like I said at the beginning of the show, the Rangers-Caps game was great. Kind of disappointed we didn't get a Revo uh, versus Wilson fight. Um, but I wanted to throw it back to like NHL Arcade, NHL Hits, Get everyone's top uh, top lineups. So I want everyone to give me two forwards and a D man, or just give me one forward, one D man, one forward or one goalie. Sorry, that uh, are going to be really good in like a no rules, no penalties style league where you can still score goals, but you're going to need to be tough, you're going to need to be rough, and you're going to need to be kind of a scumbag. So uh, let's do a little let's do a little draft here. We'll do a little snake. Um, Pops, you can go first, then Kidge, then Lou, then me. Everyone understand the rules? Is this is this a uh, uh, current players? Yes, current okay. NHL player. Uh, I was going to go more in the retro because I don't know the, the current players' uh, passions as well. So I'll bring the older perspective in. All I right, mean, fine. You, any, for me, anyone, fine. yeah, for goalies, I would say two guys that come to my mind are uh, – uh, Chico Resch and uh, um, <laughs> Hextall. Um, Chico eats. Those two guys always were out there in the middle of everything, you know. Um, oh, Billy Smith. Billy Smith is close because, you, you know, back in those days with Chico and Billy Smith, I mean, the Islanders just were, you know, their shit didn't stink. So they, they, could, they were cocky as hell um, for a lot of good reasons. Um Defenseman, I don't know. The one guy I would always take, you know, Rick Jenneret would say Mayday, uh, you know, Brad May. That guy would go up against anybody. Um, the other guy, Ty, if we go way back, uh, was uh, Dave Schultz with the Flyers. Oh, yeah. yeah. He used to just be, he was such a big guy. And he, every time I'm on the ice, um, he was either going to kill somebody or get a penalty. Um, but, uh and then a forward, I guess that you'd have to look at. I remember back to some of the uh, Colorado-Detroit days where those two teams just beat the crap out of each other as they kind of traded off on Stanley Cup's uh, runs. So any of those guys, um, those were two teams. Dan and McCarty. Exactly. That that yeah. vintage. So. All right. Well, I guess. 
let's now let's, let's we can do our draft style. Yeah. Right so uh, what do you want to do? Uh, Ty Lou, me. Sure. Everybody wants to go last. That's why Tyler said dad goes first, then, <laughs> oh, goes, then CJ, you. and I'll go last. Oh, that's a snake draft. I'd rather go first. I was going to say, I was going to say, you don't want to get your guys stolen. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm old. Sorry. I I will take, um, I didn't want first pick because I knew this guy was going to, I'm taking Brad Marchand. Um, scummiest guy in the league with the best skill. I think he avoid hits. He can make hits. He's got the reverse hit. Um, that guy's nasty. Penalty shot and an empty net goal and opening night for Boston. So, hopefully Philly can slow him down tonight. That's my first pick. Yeah, th- thought about going him, but he's a little small for no rules. I'm going. I mean, Tom Wilson for me. Yep, I was in between them. Yep. All right, uh, man. The the, the two, four, picks, two picks each. The four is going quick. I mean, I might I might put Darnell Nurse on my squad. Yeah, that's a great pick. Yep. Absolutely incredible skater has the scoring skill, and who's fucking with Darnell? That dude is huge. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's it's back on me. It's back yep. on me. Uh, so I got Nurse, and ooh man, do I do I go to the goalie? I mean, I keep thinking of Ray Emery too, but obviously <laughs> we're going Clint, even though Razor's dad, the, the Razor, fastest yeah. <laughs> squad team was the Razor's dad. Um, but I oh, mean, a lot of big goalies. I mean, I, I kind of think Vasilevsky might get a little dirty in there, and uh, he's not giving up very many goals. So, not a bad pick to go with the, one of the biggest goalies, one of the best goalies. So, Andre Vasilevsky. All right, back to me. Uh, Lame. I think I Looks pretty soft. Been on this one, um, <laughs> man. I I I think I'm going. Um, ooh, maybe nah. Let's do uh, Zadorov. That's a dude that even playing with the rules sometimes will step over that line a bit. Uh, we'll probably one of the heavier hitters left uh, or in the league um, and not a bad defenseman to boot. Yeah. Uh, taking, assuming he's healthy, my boy Shea Weber. Uh, nice. Absolutely. And back there, obviously, a cannon from the point can score some goals. Uh, and then rounding it out, uh, I'll take Mike Smith up in Edmonton. Uh, guy, that's good. Let's go pick. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, for for my goalie, another guy that has not shied away from throwing that blocker is Jonathan Quick. Ooh, all right. He's a little yeah. small, a little bit, but vicious. Especially after making his Marshawn small comment. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did you hear? Uh, fuck, who was it? Garland had a reverse hit on uh, Zadina, I think it was. Um, and Zadina called him a midget in the post-game <laughs> press conference. <laughs> and I, I think uh, they're listed two inches apart, like 5'11", 5'9". <laughs> uh, so for to round out my team of uh, Darnell Nurse, Andre Vasilevsky, and uh, I'm going Jamie Benn. I think if you take the rules away, that guy's an absolutely emotional maniac. So yeah. He was on my list. Yep. Very nice. Honorable mention, uh, Jordan Bennington. I think he'd be good. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's He's got to screw loose. <laughs> All righty. All right. That's the NHL hits segment. And then uh, I got, uh, I just wanted to get everyone's kind of knee-jerk reactions, um, kind of overreactions um, about who's good, who's bad. Chicago looks terrible. Montreal 0-4. Islanders getting outscored 11-4. to You know, what's going on with those teams? Well, uh, I'll be 
to say that the Islanders are okay. And they'll be fine. They have they have a great system. They got great coaching staff and they got great players, veteran players. Islanders are actually one of the oldest teams in the league. Um, which doesn't always point to uh success, but um the way that they play, um I'm not worried about the Islanders. I, I might be overreacting about how bad the Blackhawks look, though. I mean, they they have stretches of games where uh, they're just getting they, they look like they're not an NHL team. They got no semblance of like team chemistry. Like I feel like on paper you look at it, they're like, okay, yeah, can't be that bad. And then they just don't play together. They just make turnovers at the wrong times. They did probably have some of the biggest turnover in terms of starting players. So. And like Flurry's like giving the puck away behind the net. Like Flurry, okay, Mark Andre Flurry should never play the puck behind the net. He has never been good at it. He never will be. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I wish goalies would just stay in the fucking net. Well, some of them can do it. Just <laughs> Flurry has never had that skill. I don't know instinct. Uh, he's always been terrible at it. Um, just terrible. Uh, I guess uh, overreactions, yeah. Um, I guess San Jose and the Devils are going to win their respective divisions. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. They've started off well, but I don't, I don't think it's going to hold too much. It's it's a little too early. We're, we've got a lot of a lot of teams with only two games played. Uh, Boston's only played one, so it's knee jerk, Blue knee jerk. Well, no, I like it. Uh, yeah, knee jerk. Uh, Winnipeg Jets are going to allow the most goals in NHL history this year. <laughs> I saw like uh, four different games of four different pictures of Hellebuck, like just three on ones, two on O's, breakaways. Like it was like, what? Did you see their overtime goal? Lou, you saw it, right? You watched that game? Oh, right? yeah, yeah. A tic tac toe, beautiful three on one. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Caprice off to Erickson Eck for the hat trick game winner. Yeah, dirty. Minnesota. They they look good to start. Oh yeah, as good as we all kind of talked them up to be. Any uh, any picks besides Buffalo? Buffalo's going to win the division. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not I really mean, they they really haven't. You know, they they won the first game. Okay, give them credit. They played Montreal, but Montreal hasn't won yet. Okay, so, you know, maybe that's a surprise, but after Montreal starts 0-4, okay. And then they play Arizona, who's not good at all, and ended up winning in a shootout 1-1, so nobody's scoring any goals there, and they're not a very good team. I don't know about Vancouver. Um, they're not supposed to be very good. Buffalo's not supposed to be very good. Buffalo's third game at home, maybe a little hype, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they uh, they have Boston, I think, coming up soon. Um, and then they go out west to play San Jose, L.A., the Kraken, and you know, four-game California trip. So I think after that, if they come back with a few victories there, okay, but – I saw last night in the press conference, uh, Dan Granado, the coach for the Sabres, one of the guy goes, coach, this is the first time in Buffalo history that in the first three games, they've, you've got your team has shot over 30 shots in each game. That's never been done before. And he looked at the guy and goes, really? I had no idea. <laughs> he answers questions like that all the time. I have no idea. He, and the guy goes, is that what you're teaching the players to do? 
well, you know, when they're out there, they kind of do what they think is right. And I'm going, oh, my God, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So with that kind of leadership, you know, coach, why'd you get beat 10 to nothing? I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, uh, I think Florida looks great. Um, I did see uh, Toronto play the Rangers the other night. Toronto outshot them like four to one and ended up losing two to one in overtime. Um, That overtime was sick. Yeah, no, I mean, it was Toronto outplayed them so much. It should have been a six to one game, but they couldn't find the net. And once again, Matthews and, he, you know, the goalie played great. I think it was Shazurkin or Shazurkin, yep. something like that. But anyway, um, Toronto was flowing, but they can't score. Um, I, I'm i not sure what happened to Montreal. Maybe they were just – is Carey Price hurt? I don't think he's playing, right? Yeah, no, Carey Price uh, submitted himself to, like, the players, um, like, program that, like, Bobby Ryan went into the other year. Um, oh, okay. And then Shea, what, yeah, so there, yeah. So no yeah. Weber, no Price. And, and I've watched a couple of the Caps game. They look good. They Caps look good. Evgeny Kuznetsov is playing lights out. So yeah, but that, that, could, that could go on for, yeah, Kuznetsov could go on for a week or two, and then he could, he, he has a tendency to disappear sometimes. Right. But Washington's got young goaltending. So th- either one of those guys, you know, steals a few games here and there. Um, you know, not a lot of surprises. I think any of the bottom teams, when they win a few games, um, and I think I said to you guys in the text, I didn't think Buffalo would get past 20 wins. Uh, well, they got 17 to go, so we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, before we get to pop stars, does uh, anybody have anything else from their first week watching hockey? Uh, Pens are doing exactly what they need to, to get Sid back. Nice seven game homestand coming up. Yeah, is he he should be expected back pretty soon here, right? Yeah, uh, the best case scenario is before the end of the month, uh, but er- early November. I think during this homestand, if not right after it. And and CJ, I didn't realize. Obviously, the NHL must have, but um, for the Isles to open up with thirteen road games because their rink isn't ready, does that mean that at some point in time they have thirteen home games at the end of the year? To make up for this? I mean, obviously, it's a huge uh, obstacle in the beginning of the year to have to play that many games on the road when everybody else is, you know, 50-50. They they won't have 13 games in a row at home, but they will be at home more than anybody else in the league uh, after this. And so to open the new building, if we can get out of this 13-road trip, you know, if we're uh, even if we're like seven and four, Come or that wouldn't be seven and four. I guess that would be seven and seven, four, 13, seven. Well, even if you're five hundred, even if you come out, you know, seven, you know, five and two or something like that or whatever. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, it's weird. Yeah. I don't Open ever remember building. this happening. Um, it's the the longest road trip in NHL history. So, um, yeah, if, if we come out better than five hundred, we're gonna be really tough to beat especially if long island is a rocket in the new building which they're gonna be i mean this is this is the most it's the highest expectations for the islanders since i've been that's for sure yeah no you get to the conference championship and the stanley cup you know as much as they have in the last couple years they're you know they're uh, that surprise team that you know there's other flashier teams because you know lou plays his style 
you know, but it works. They're the New Jersey, they're the 1995 New Jersey Devils right now. I mean, uh, the, the in 93 was that Brodor's rookie year. And then 94, they made it all the way to the conference finals yeah. against the Rangers. Uh, and I mean, they're, they're, they're built to win right now. So that's the expectation. Stanley cup. But yeah, that, that'll be that. That's kind of a telltale sign how well they'll do. And I don't know who they play. You know, if they're playing division teams, is this the time where they play the all the West, you know, all the other conference teams once on the road and get those 13 out of the way? Or is it all interconference games? It's it's a big it, it'd be interesting how the schedule makers figured out how to do that, because obviously they're at a disadvantage. Do they go play Arizona, L.A., Anaheim, San Jose, all easy wins in theory? Um, the crack yeah. is. You we know. have our western, we have our western Canadian road trip during this. Okay. So I think I think that's Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver at least. Right. Uh, but they have scheduled it so that like um, after those kind of things where most people would come home for a couple of days, then we got like Rangers, Devils, or uh, Flyers. Maybe we got to go to Boston. So there are they've definitely done a good job of making it. Not too terrible considering how many teams are in you know the tri-state area but um but yeah i mean that's if we always want to get the biggest test of the season out of the way get that team gelling and then uh, more home games than everybody else down the stretch i'm all right with that and i think you can do definitely do some gelling on the road you know you're you're cooped up with everybody you're not going home to the family and the kids and that kind of stuff you're just focused on it and you're away anyway so we'll see but that may be one of the more interesting telling points, you know, a month from now. Yes, we shall see. All right, boys. Uh, we um, egregiously neglected pop stars last week, so we need to really, <laughs> we need to really bring it. Uh, and if you don't mind, I, I've got my pop star of the week easy for the first week of the NHL. Go ahead. Huh? I said, go ahead. Oh, okay. I will. And uh, that's Anze Kopitar. So, I mean, Kopitar has got to be his, I don't know, 16, 17th season in the NHL, more than 1,000 games. Um, he's been uh, one of the best two-way centers in the league for a long time. And he's, I mean, he's leading the league in goals, or five goals. He might be tied with someone, but. Well, I guess we lost him. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out with a bang. Did he just fall off a cliff or something? <laughs> Wait, am I, am I gone? Oh, there you are. Okay. Oh, God, he's alive. Oh, I was, you know, I'm on my phone, so I'm, I was scrolling over to uh, get my uh, prepared stats for Anze Kopitar, but <laughs> I guess I guess I'm going to have to go off the top of my head. Uh, that's weird. That's never happened before, but, um, but yeah, I mean, he's leading the league in goals. Yeah, I mean, he's leading the league in goals to start the first week, so, uh, and it's not like his defensive game has... Um, has suffered. He still blocks shots. He he gets hits. Anze Kopitar is my uh, first pop star of the year. Very nice. Uh, I'll follow you up. I'll, uh, I'm uh, going a bit homer here, but uh, Drew O'Connor from Pittsburgh. Um, his <laughs> uh, Chatham Chatham kid who uh, went to Dartmouth, uh, and then he got a couple games in last year, but is really uh, he impressed at camp and has showed up three goals in his first four games here, playing with Brian Boyle and. Uh, and Dominic Simone on the fourth line for us. Uh, just, just one of the many puzzle pieces fitting into um, Pittsburgh having a good start without uh, without Sid and Gino. So, Drew O'Connor. 
Fuck Chatham. Um, there was a kid from uh, Barnstable here down in the Cape. He's playing for the Flyers. He had his debut, and the Flyers announced their cup calling it Barnstable. It's hilarious. Um, I'm taking... Uh, I was going to take Kopitar Siege. I'm, I'm going to take uh, Stamkos because he's been dirty mm-hmm. to start off the year. When he's healthy, he's still one of the best scores in the league. Uh, Stan Turner sent me the NHL three stars of the week like a couple days ago and was like, this could have been seven years ago. Was, <laughs> I thought that same thing. Just about to say that. Stammer, yeah. Yeah, after the Ovechkin talk and uh, how good Stamkos and Kopitar were doing, I was I was just about to say that. Yeah, it's been good. So love to see those guys still contributing and, and being as sick as they are. Uh, I'll wrap up the pop stars with the grade eight, Alex Ovechkin. He started off real strong. You know, fortunately, you know, those games are on here. I don't see a lot of the other ones unless they're nationally televised. They do have the NHL network, but now with TNT and, you know, we'll see what other games we get to see here. But I do get a chance to see that team play a lot and they are a lot of fun. Uh, But he just even as he gets more gray hair. He, he just is more pop in his step and that kind of stuff. So uh, I like the way he started. So uh, I'll give it to him this week. All right. All right, boys. Unless you, uh, we have anything else, Pops? No, thanks for having me on, guys. It's always a, a pleasure and a treat. And uh, we'll, uh, glad to see that you're back on the airways. A nice 70-minute podcast when I drive up to Ivy's house is always great because, uh, you know, you can only listen to so much music on the radio. So... <laughs> What did you think of the first one? Pretty boring? Uh, no. I mean, there's so much to cover after you guys have been off forever. Um, and then, uh, obviously, everybody's got their predictions, and you got 32 teams to go through. So, I mean, there's no way it's going to be uh, exciting listening. Um, <laughs> well, if, if it wasn't for Tyler, if it wasn't for Tyler, uh, that might have gone on for three or four hours because <laughs> – me and Lou were naming everything we could think of about every NHL team, and we're getting the messages from Ty like, "Yeah." No, I, I heard it loud and clear when you're saying, "Guys, shut the fuck up with this stuff," you know. Well, it's like, yeah, everyone can look at Daily Faceoff. Like, let them do that. Like, you know, just let's. It's like when people read off the fucking PowerPoint word for word. It's like, hey, I can do that. Like, yeah. don't don't do that for your presentation. Lou and CJ are talking about the fourth line guys on their team and how they tie their skates. It's like, oh my God, you know? <laughs> oh, it, it was a long off season for us as well. So hopefully uh, the, the more we get back into it, the better we play as well. Um, uh, Pops, yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, Lou, how about uh, send us? All right. As always, go check out our very good friends, The Upsides. They're a great band out of New York City. Uh, and they're responsible for our uh, intro and outro music that you guys listen to each and every week. You can follow us on our social media. We are at the Heinemann Brothers Hockey Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also, they're playing on the 23rd at Arlene's Grocery in New York City. Well, yeah, there you go. Get your tickets fast. Yep. And uh, also check out uh, Brother Pat Swift's uh, blog, Word of the Devil. Um, yes. Not a devil's guy, but do love the blog. So, uh, Patty, keep on doing it. Um, I want to get you on soon. So, uh, if you're listening, reach out. Otherwise, uh, I might do it first. Well, and before you before you say hockey too, Ty, Ty and CJ, you guys ought to be talking up the the Randolph alumni game coming up. Uh, Ty, I don't know if you've got the Suffolk 
uh, hockey alumni game coming up and that kind of stuff. Get some people uh, maybe in before these events uh, just to kind of talk about some more of those uh, classic high school and some college days as well. Just a thought to throw out there. Tell yeah, you what. I agree. We should try and get some guests and talk less about the NHL and more about fun stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if there's a Suffolk alumni game, but the Randolph one will be fun and do something around then. I make my donuts debut tomorrow night back in Boston. So, oh, nice. uh, are the new? Are you wearing the new unis? There, they should be in like next week, I think. So, um, cool. should have a nice target on our back after winning the championship and having <laughs> pretty ridiculous jerseys. So, <laughs> well, and I, I tell you, uh, is should be home around Thanksgiving. So, I am going to be begging him to get in that alumni game and. Uh, we have not had him on the show yet, so uh, yeah, he's he he's one of the best hockey stories of people we know pretty closely. So we should definitely get him on. We we yeah, we need to dub Nowick brother Matty Nowicki. <laughs> <laughs>